Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. We're going to channel our negativity today. Channel that negativity. This was inspired by a podcast that I listened to called Leveraging Your Dark Side. And in the other podcast, they use an example uh, of, of some things that will motivate you, which things would motivate you better, your vision for life or your family being kidnapped. And, you know, I think it's, it's extreme, but people waste time and waste energy looking for this magic purpose. But your negative experiences can fuel your purpose. I, you know, if you look at a lot of the greats, I was just talking to a friend of mine about this recently. You look at a lot of the greats back to Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and uh, Tom Brady. You know, you look at some of the greats and, and even today's current greats, you'll look at a lot of them were able to find a way to turn negative things that were done to them, said to them, or even if they had to create this in their mind to put a chip on their shoulder, they found a way to turn negativity into fuel for themselves. And so your negative experiences in life are something that you cannot waste. You got to fuel your purpose. I, there's a book out by David Goggins, and David Goggins was talking about what he has done is record all the negative comments and things that people have said or done to him audible. So I haven't done this yet. So imagine just recording and looking at, just write a list down of all the negative things, negative things people have said about you, negative things people have done to you, comments that people have made, stuff that has hurt you, and, and record them. Like just say them and record them and play them while you're working out, play them in the morning to get you going because pain from the past is not a handicap. It's an advantage. If you learn how to use that as, as motivation, I, I would almost say, man, the greats, I feel like they get fueled by, by negative motivation more than the, more than the vision of, because people hate losing more than they like winning. And, and so the key is we got to use the pain from the past as something to work towards and something that we're not going to let harm us inside, but something that we're going to allow to use and turn that into fuel. And so I, I look at, you know, some ways myself that I've been able to channel some of these things. E even if you were to look at my phone right now, Josh, you'll, you'll see if, if, if you looked at my phone right now, you, you would see on January 2nd, it, it says, dedicate this year to something and I'll keep that private but it's right directly along the lines with negativity I remember I remember things people would say you know from the beginning of time that I wasn't going to make it or it was impossible or London Bridge is falling down or this one isn't going to do this or this one isn't going to make it or this one's that I, all the things that people have said even the negative comments and, and, and things that people do, you have to understand that the only way to not have negativity come your way from other people is to do nothing and be nothing. They hated Mother Teresa. 
I'm just using this as an example. I know we have people of all different faiths and walks of life that listen in with us, but they, they, they hated Jesus. I mean, even Jesus, when he picked his, his, his 12, didn't pick them all 100%. Somebody betrayed him. And, and so you got to look at and understand that, that your past or things that are even currently going on with you is all sometimes a part of the, of the game to go to the top level. Imagine being a superstar. This is something I had to, I had to mentally coach myself through over time is, is imagine being LeBron James right now or imagine being Patrick Mahomes right now and you, and you go to an away stadium and it's in the playoffs. What do you think they're going to be screaming to you? You're amazing. You're great. You were raised by a great family. You've done so much for the game. Or do you think that if you're at an away stadium, they're going to try to throw beer and popcorn on you and they're going to talk about your mother and they're going to say negative things about you and things that, that make you doubt yourself and all that stuff. And, and But you got to understand those people booing from the crowd are paying tickets to watch you do what you do best. And you got to let that motivate you. You got to let that inspire you. You know, I've, I've looked at, you know, walking through the shoes of, of being broke motivated me to work as hard as I possibly could to never be broke again. I mean, before they started with the T-shirts of the NBA, not the National Basketball Association, but never broke again. Before they started with the, with the T-shirts and all that, I was telling people that was a huge in inspiration for me in my first few years, period, because – I didn't want to feel like that anymore. I, I, I've already been there. I've been broke. I know what that feels like. I wanted to see what the other side felt like. And so I allowed that negative fuel to, to motivate me. Being, being motivated, you know, by I was small as an athlete, you know, coming up. So I played high school football, one of the, one of the top high school footballs, uh, football programs, in the history of the state of Ohio, not the best maybe, but one of the greats, I would say, in, in, of all time in the, in the state of Ohio, Youngstown, Ursland, uh, in our area of Youngstown, which has bred a lot of coaches, a lot of great football players. Uh, it's a hard-nosed town, football town, boxing town. We have world champ boxers that have come out of our small town. Football is like a, a way of life. It was a part of the culture there. And the school that I went to, you're not – not supposed to play um at my size especially playing safety and i heard you know i had people in my own family say don't go there you're never going to play and you, you should just place you know somewhere else and i used all of that to just say you know what i'm gonna just be the hardest working person on this team i'm gonna show up earlier i'm gonna stay later i'm gonna go harder i'm gonna be more coachable i'm gonna watch more film because i'm not good enough that's what they tell me. I'm, 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 I'm not big enough. That's what they tell me. And it created this, this natural chip on my shoulder that made me hungry, made me aggressive, made me work harder to motivate myself by those things that people said. Uh, and, and I knew there was people waiting for me to fall that wanted me to fail. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to give these people the satisfaction. And so when I'm tired and I don't feel like running, I'm dedicating this one to them. And, and when I'm tired and I don't feel like lifting, I'm dedicating this day, I'm dedicating this one to them. And, and those negative things, I would have to give all the damn credit as to why 
I had an opportunity to to, to uh, win a state championship my senior year in high school, be a captain, three-year starter, um, letterman, and uh, move on to, to play college football where I got it again. Now we start back at the bottom, and when they look at you and do the eye test, you know, I get it. You're looking at me and you're looking at somebody 6'2", 6'3", 220, 210, who you picking to be your safety. And so here we go again, back to the bottom of the depth chart, back to the chip on your shoulder, back to the nobody believes in you, back to there's multiple people in front of you, and I know that you got to make three plays in order to get their attention for every one play that that person makes. And all of those things I just allowed to inspire me to, to again, be the hardest-working person on the team, to come in with a better attitude than everybody else, better energy than everybody else, handle adversity better than most people. I, I would just – all the things that I can control, I learned over time to either allow those negative things to fuel me or allow those negative things to break me. And you know the old saying that adversity causes some people to break and it causes other people to break records. And so you have to decide which one of those people you're going to be. When adversity comes your way, when negative people say things about you, when comments come your way, when the chips are, are, are down, are you going to break? Or are you going to cause it to allow you to break records? Because most champions hate losing more than they love winning. And, and, and it's more of the relief of not losing as the as opposed to the euphoria of winning. And it's that leaning into the pain, leaning into the negativity, leaning into the into the darkness. And so I just want to encourage you guys out there, go back, you know, Goggins calls it the cookie jar. He said he would he would make notes, put them in a little mental cookie jar too. Of here's all the things that happened to me. My mother was abused, and and they called me these names, and these were the things, and all those things that hurt you, all those things that pain you, all those things that you've been through, that you've gone through, that other, anything that you could possibly don't waste that pain. That is the exact fuel that it requires to go to the next level. And and when you start to learn how to channel that negative energy, you're gonna find a whole different side of yourself. You're gonna you're you're gonna watch the energy that you have because you learned fuel, negative fuel, is some of the best fuel that you could possibly get. So bring on that hate. The the people that learn to digest the negativity the right way, it's almost better that you don't say anything to them if you're rooting against them. Just don't say nothing, because the more pissed off that Michael Jordan is, the more trouble you're in. The more pissed off Tom Brady is, the more trouble that you're in. The more pissed off the people are that know how to digest the negative and turn it into a positive, typically the worse it is, the worse it is for the, the person and the people. And that's where you, you've heard locker room material. Have you ever heard the term locker room material? Don't give him any locker room material. Locker room material, that that by definition is if if somebody in the press says, yeah, that team, that team's no good. They can't hang with us. You know, we're way better and they're slow and they're this, they're that. And the, and the, it comes out in the paper and then the other team blows that up real big and they put it in their wall on their wall in the locker room. And every day those players got to look at that wall and it's talking about how the other team is underestimating them and the other team doesn't think that they're any good. 
Now, it's a whole lot easier to be the underdog and play with a chip on your shoulder like that than being the person that everybody expects to win and you yourself know you're supposed to win because you're superior to the other thing, superior to the other person. And so enjoy your life while you can when you're the underdog because it's cooler to be the underdog. You know, one of my mentors, Jim Serrace, used to always say, make yourself an underdog by the size of the fight that you choose. Make yourself an underdog by the size of the, the, the fight, the vision that you have, that you choose is such a big undertaking that it's not likely you're going to do it. It's not normal. You need, you need help. You need a miracle. You need the Lord. You need, you, need, you need to pull the best out of you because you have such a big vision, such a big fight in front of you. You're an underdog. And, and, it's, and to be an underdog is to walk out with a chip on your shoulder. To have nothing to lose attitude, chip on my shoulder. And while you have that, don't waste those moments. And so instead of worrying about who's hating on you or what these people said or can you believe they did that or can you believe that they did this or, or focusing your energy on things that you cannot control such as other people's opinions and other people's words. You know, I think Mike Tyson was saying that, the, you know, social media has gotten people way too comfortable saying things without getting punched in the face. It's, it, it's, it's even bigger than that. It's even higher than that. Like punch them in the face with greatness. The, the best way to kill people is with massive success. The people that want to see you fail, the people that want to see you not do well, the people that hate on you, the people that say you can't do something, the, the, you punch them in the face, you can get in trouble. And it goes away in a moment. And a lot of times in a sick way, people just want a response out of you. They would be honored that you punched them in the face because they got a rise on you. But kill them with kindness, kill them with greatness, and bury them with a smile. Like, can't stop me. Can't stop you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. For that, I would like to thank each and every one of the haters out there, each and every one of the people uh, that, that said something negative about me or the people that I'm close to or the people that doubted or the, or the naysayers or the people that said it was a scam, it wasn't real or this or that or we wasn't going to make it or whatever, man. Man. I mean, after my mother and the Lord and some people we built this business with, there's not that many people that would be high on that list than all the people I could think of over the years that gave me that fuel in the morning when I was tired and I'm thinking of, oh, they want me to fail. We got to get up and grind. Oh, they want me to, this is where they, they're waiting for me to fail. This is where we got to push through. We're not going to give them that satisfaction. They said we weren't going to be able to do it. Are we going to allow them to be right? Or are we going to prove those people wrong? Those are the people that you have to be grateful for. You understand that down the road, when you get to where you go, if you look back on it, you're going to see those things were not there to hurt you. Those things were there to help you. Those are the things that you needed to inspire yourself, to motivate yourself, to bring the best out of you. And each and every one of you out there listening to this has somebody that has done that to you or for you. And now your choice is, am I going to use that as fuel or am I going to use it as something that, that I allow myself to be weighed down by? And I want to encourage you to pull greatness out of yourself and use that now and every day and use it for the rest of your life. 
turn that negative into a positive, and let's get this year cracking, baby. Bring it. Bring it. The harder they come, the harder we're going to come. The bigger they are, the bigger the obstacles, the bigger they fall. Nothing's going to stop you. Stay connected to, to your vision, to your purpose, to what it is that you're trying to do. Allow any negativity and, and, and things like that to fuel you going into this new year. And let's uh, all guns blazing this year, baby. Let's, let's, let's go get it. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Yeah.